Welcome, I'm Sirius Afshar, and this is the Uyghurs Informal Economy Podcast, Social Protection. In this podcast, we will discuss some of the most pressing issues related to the linkages between informal economy and social protection, including debates around workers' health provision, pension schemes for older workers, as well as childcare systems and other social protection policies for informal workers in order to improve their livelihoods. And in this episode, after two weeks of intense debates that took place from June 3rd to June 19th, the first segment of the 109th session of the International Labor Conference, ILC, is now over. This year's edition was special for two reasons. First, because for the first time in its history, the plenaries and events of the ILC were all carried out in a virtual environment instead of the ILO headquarters in Geneva because of the pandemic that still lingers around the globe. This format has changed the dynamic of workers' participation with challenges and opportunities, as Oksana Aboud, the international coordinator of StreetNet International, explains. First of all, it was really a great experience to attend, I would say, a historic session of the International Labour Conference, just because it is for the first time of the ILO existence that uh, some of its annual conference went completely online with all its meetings and discussions to be uh, held on a virtual basis. Of course, there were many challenges, especially with regard to understanding the online system, Zoom links to each of the working committee meetings, to each of the group. But of course, because uh, probably I was already uh, attending the ILO conferences, and this is uh, my third time uh, to participate in the um, uh, ILO conference. So I managed to understand the new arrangements in a faster way and even knew whom to contact or to address in case of any emerging difficulties or challenges. And of course, uh, I would say that it was rather a success due to the fact that it was the very first time for all of us, for all stakeholders, including for the ILO office and for the ILO system in general. And uh, it, it actually added um, more, uh, I would say, value from one side, especially with regard to our participation, participation and voice of uh, informal economy workers' representatives. The LC is the Labor Assembly and as such is a crucial forum for the recognition of workers that in many cases are excluded from national level legislations such as domestic workers as Fish Ip, the regional coordinator from the International Domestic Workers Federation reminds us. For domestic workers, the majority of them are still not recognized as workers and put out of the legal and policy protection. And this year, having the COVID-19 pandemic, when there are many domestic workers lost their job or have reduction of their salary, and some of them got infected or their families infected or even passed away, 
but they don't have any kind of protection to ensure that they can live on their life. The second reason why this year's ILC was special was because social protection was one of the main topics of this round of discussions. It also focused on the impact of COVID-19 and on the rapid changes occurring in the world of work. Yeah, one of uh, the issue during the 109th session of the ILO conference this year was current discussion on social security issue. That was again Oksana Aboud from Streetnet International. Santori Sanging, the international coordinator of HomeNet Southeast Asia, also highlighted the debate around social protection. This year, because social protection is the, the important issue that they discussed this year. And, uh, and in reality, in many countries, informal workers cannot access or not include in the program of uh, government. So uh, I will say this year is uh, like a, a space for, for us to share our problem of cannot access to the social protection and also try to find a way of improving the social protection system at the global level and also at the country level. Santori also underscores that social protection as an organizing tool for informal workers was a very strong component of this year's ILC. I think ILC confirmed our idea how important of social protection for informal workers and confirm that the social protection is the right one of the important right of workers. The second thing is the thing that I learned from ILC is uh, how important of organizing. It confirmed that organizing among informal workers is very important because we have to negotiate with the trade union among our workers' movement. And the second step is uh, to negotiate with the employer and government. The ILC was also an opportunity for informal workers from all over the world to understand the political landscape surrounding the issue of social protection. Here's what Oksana Abud from Streetnet International has to say. Okay, um, first of all, it was a good uh, observation from our side, especially when we attended, of course, as observers, the tripartite committee on uh, social security issue. We could observe uh, who speaks which language, who speaks which uh, message uh, with regard to any governments or to employer side, as well as to workers side. What is the main um, value and priorities for them? Either they really consider inclusive approach towards social protection, either they consider universal social protection to be put on the agenda of their work, or uh, what is the tendencies in general, because uh, I believe uh, ILO conference, annual conference, is the highest level of tripartite social dialogue. And this is very important for us 
to attend and at least to observe what is the discussion about, what is the dynamics, and uh, whom we can uh, approach to, to uh, lobby, whom we see as allies, whom we see as somebody who doesn't understand the issue. So we need to develop different strategies to approach those particular stakeholders and to work with them or to lobby them if possible. In this virtual environment, many workers from around the globe could take part in the discussions and create a sense of solidarity. La particularidad que me sorprendió muchísimo también eh, en diferentes partes del mundo, cómo no tienen el derecho a sindicalizarse los compañeros y las compañeras. Para nosotros, te lo vuelvo One a decir, a white speaker from UTEP in Argentina to learn was that in many countries, workers are not allowed to organize and unionize. By the end of the conference, delegates adopted conclusions that outlined a framework for urgent action towards universal, adequate, comprehensive, and sustainable social protection systems that are adopted to developments in the world of work. The final adopted text of the Social Protection Committee was the result of a tripartite work and consensus, which had some important victories and setbacks for workers. Yes, of course, as usual, because it's a tripartite discussion, we had to be ready for some uh, trade-off, for compromise, because uh, we also need to uh, be realistic in our approaches, in our demands. However, I still believe that uh, the adopted conclusions, which contain a framework uh, for action towards universal access to adequate comprehensive and sustainable social protection, which I think is still a relatively good guiding document. Even though it is uh, uh, missing some uh, precise and targeted wordings, for example, and uh, terminology, uh, something what we wanted to highlight uh, for our particular category of workers to be inclusive. However, there are many spots in this uh, document highlighting the ILO instruments such as recommendation 204 on transition from informal to formal economy and its implementation and consideration, as well as recommendation 202 on social protection floors and the convention 102 on social security minimum standards. So I still believe we can uh, target those particular, even though not legally binding international instruments like recommendations 204 and 202 particularly, but we can take them in our advocacy work, in our uh, negotiations work, especially at the national level uh, of our affiliates and uh, to uh, push for extension of social protection to all workers or even for the universal social protection where possible. That was Oksana Abud from StreetNet International again. Fish Ip, 
from the International Domestic Workers Federation also welcomed this ILO mandate that was celebrated in the adopted text of the Social Protection Committee. Yeah, I think uh, the main victory, first of all, uh, we have a document on social protection to work on it. So the ILO has now a mandate to um, move on some activities to do education, to provide the necessary technical support um, on the establishment, uh, on the comprehensive social protection to workers. And it has been very much often, uh, very much mentioned that uh, the informal workers as well in the social protection. And it was also mentioned that uh, the C189 domestic workers uh, are important uh, when we are talking about social protection. Um, we don't get everything there. Uh, for example, some workers who are low income, but they are self-employed. And that may not be something that um, easily get through and, um, and have a discussion. But uh, for domestic workers, I can see the major thing, the C189 has been mentioned in the document. That was Fish Ip from IDWF. Another positive aspect was the way the value of having universal social protection schemes was enshrined in the final adopted text as Sentry from HomeNet Southeast Asia describes. The first point is universal protection. It means that they, they agree among ILC member states and even employers that uh, social protection need to be universal to cover informal workers and migrant workers and other workers in the poor situation. At the same time, during the, the uh, discussion and the, during the report, uh, we will file the recognition of informal workers, uh, the, the name inform, informal workers in the report. And also they mentioned the important convention and recommendation that relate to the protection of informal worker, like uh, they mentioned C-177 on home workers. They mentioned C-189 on domestic worker. And, uh, they mentioned recommendation number 204 on transition from informal to formal economy. And also uh, the, they mentioned decent work agenda as well. So all this relate informal workers issue and informal worker rights. So I, I feel like this is a success of our, our participation in this ILC. Carmen Brites, the vice president of the International Domestic Workers Federation, highlights that one of the important victories was the increase of visibility of domestic workers and the Convention 189 and the incorporation of informal work in the social protection discussions. 
Bueno, primero creo que fue la visibilización del trabajo de casas particulares o, o el convenio 189 en, en esa resolución, ¿no? Esto de visibilizar al sector. Fue una lucha muy importante. This was Carmen Brites from the International Domestic Workers Federation, highlighting that in many cases informal workers are seen as second-class workers because in many countries they are not recognized by the state as workers like in any other occupation. De las dos sectores, ¿no? de la parte de la economía informal y de las trabajadoras domésticas este, con el tema de la seguridad social. Porque lamentablemente, como dije yo en mi discurso, eh, esto es, es algo tripartito, ¿no? eh, donde los empleadores, los trabajadores y el Estado debemos trabajar e impulsar este, eh, rotundamente el tema de la seguridad social y de qué manera se puede implementar. Indeed, many challenges still remain to be addressed by government to include informal workers in social protection schemes. In fact, in many countries, the government will provide social assistance for the, the poorest group of people, uh, like uh, during the pandemic. And uh, it, not, it not includes informal workers. It not includes home-based workers, domestic workers. Because we are not such a poor. We, we are the working poor, so we have uh, some income. So we, in many countries, we cannot access to the social assistance that provided by the government. And at the same time, when the, the government provides the contributions, social security program, it calls for the contribution. When the government provides the con contribution program, of social security. It means that the person, the people, the worker who would like to, to be a part of it have to contribute from the income. And uh, at the same time, in many countries, they, they need the employers as a, like a, they use tripartite, tripartite system. And uh, Many informal workers cannot access again because we don't have employers. And in, in some countries that they, they provide the voluntary contribution scheme, our income is not enough to contribute in that scheme again. So it, it means that informal workers na, who are working poor like uh, cannot access both of program for the police and also the program for the workers. It's like a, we are in the blind spot. This was Sentry Sangeng from HomeNet Southeast Asia explaining how domestic workers are often trapped in the missing middle of social protection policies. I asked her what needs to change moving forward. I have two points. First is I would like to see that uh, our and all the state members go beyond the, the concept of contribution. Because if they stick on contribution concept, it's uh, like a, for informal workers, we cannot, some of, some of informal workers cannot affordable to, to contribute because of low income and many reasons. So I would like to see that uh, 
it's go beyond the the concept of contribute from workers and uh, thinking about another uh, alternative idea like uh, thinking of tax based social protection scheme Carmen Brites from IDWF argues that equality is the key value to be achieved by informal workers. Yo creo que nos tienen que poner en pie de igualdad como cualquier otro trabajador, ¿no? La seguridad social sabemos que nuestra actividad es una actividad atípica que no es como cualquier otro trabajador, pero creo que nos debemos en pie de igualdad no solamente en cuanto a workers no need de... to be treated in equal terms as other workers are treated. Shergis that they need to be included in schemes to have uh, the right to social protection to have access to right-based benefits such as maternity leave, cash grants, family grants and other labor and social protection rights. Equality comes together with recognition. Oksana Bud from Streetnet International highlights the issue of recognition of informal workers in legislation. IL law recognizes all workers, including informal economy workers as workers, but when we go to national level, there is a missing uh, point in terms of uh, uh, legislation because informal economy workers are not recognized as workers in any of, of the country at national level. So there is still missing uh, legal and uh, uh, eventually social protection, particularly for this category of workers. Because first of all, they are workers, despite the fact many of them are self-employed or own account workers as per ILO definition. However, they should be recognized, first of all, as workers. And then eventually uh, all the national policies uh, with regard to uh, workers' rights and interests, as well as social protection system, will be automatically uh, covering all the workers. For Jacqueline Flores from UTEP, one key change moving forward that needs to be done is to allow workers from all countries to unionize and then to strengthen labor rights. En principio, permitirles que se puedan sindicalizar. Oh. Eh, en segundo lugar, que empecemos a entender que el mercado no puede direccionar la vida de los trabajadores y las trabajadoras. Y que después eh, tenemos que profundizar en derechos laborales para que esto de la protección social en el trabajo informal llegue a la legalidad, sin perder el sentido de preexistencia, digamos, de cada uno de los lugares, de la identidad que se ha generado ese trabajo, eh, me parece que eso es importante. All in all, the 109th session of the International Labor Conference offered an important forum for workers to advance their demands on a global level, but also it was an opportunity to draw important lessons from the whole process, as Oksana Bud from Streetnet International explains. What I observed when there is no discussion about setting up a new uh, legal international instrument 
such as convention, for example, or even recommendation, the, the debates in general at tripartite committee uh, are lighter, softer. The, there is more compromises um, from including from the employer side because usually they used to oppose whatever the workers group especially proposes. So I could see this like um, better, I would say, understanding or better communication even among all three uh, stakeholders of the social dialogue, which is government's representatives, uh, workers and employers. The process was indeed very rich for workers attending ILC for the first time and also to conduct workers across sectors, as was the case of Janet Niriyama Sangesho, also from StreetNet International. I learned a lot the, because it was my first time attending the IRC, even if it was virtual. Uh, so uh, what I saw in the in the, the meetings is uh, the commitment of organization because uh, we attend the, the meetings uh, as many as observers. Um, I, me, I represented StreetNet International. Uh, we were together with the WIEGO team and the IDWF team and the HomeNet team. So we, we worked together and uh, we will, I, I appreciate how the groups works and uh, uh, they, they, they put, uh, they bring input to the amendment and they make position paper for uh, especially informal workers. Carmen Brites from IDWF also highlights the role of collective work from informal workers caucus to reach consensus to move forward. Esto me pareció muy importante, ¿no? De poder eh, estar unidas para trabajar, elaborar documentos, este, y poder eh, incidir con nuestros gobiernos y con nuestras confederal, confederaciones eh, de trabajo para que esto se lleve a un mejor puerto, ¿no? Sabemos que no siempre eh, vamos a llegar al mejor puerto que nosotros queremos, pero eh, la realidad es que lo importante de esto es que cada una de nosotras puso un gran esfuerzo para poder eh, incidir en el Estado, para incidir en nuestros compañeros trabajadores, porque también dentro de nuestros sectores eh, había totalmente discusiones y había que llegar a un consenso. ¿no? The role of organizing and collective work seems to have been the main lesson learned from the workers attending the ILC. The things that I learned and I appreciate a lot is the, the solidarity amongst informal workers network. We go, what is one among us? We go from the international IDWF the organization of domestic workers, street net, the organization of street vendor, and also the movement of a West Picker. We work together before ILC. During ILC, every night we, we come together and have our conclusion meeting. 
And even after the ILC, we still have the meeting on social protection on the way forward. So this is the thing that I, I learned. I believe that when we are together, we can overcome all the challenges. And that's all we've got for this special episode about the workers' reflection on International Labor Conference. If you want to learn more about the debates of the International Labor Conference on social protection and informal workers, please visit WIGO's special page on the conference where you can find informal workers' position paper, documents, blogs, analysis and more. And please check also WIGO's YouTube channel where you can find videos from workers' participation at the ILC. And don't forget to follow our social media channel, Twitter and Facebook for more analysis of the ILC and all our updates. I am Sirius Afshar and this was the WIGO's Informal Economy Podcast, Social Protection. See you next time.